0: Live from the Business Radio X studio, inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, we're broadcasting as usual from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. Rainy Alpharetta today, but still beautiful. And folks, if you are looking for a banking experience that is a little bit different than what you get from the mega banks, and if you are at a mega bank, you know what I mean. If you'd like a bank that's big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but small enough to do it in a personal way, I'd recommend Renaissance Bank. And I know that from my own experience with them. Go to renaissancebank.com find their local office, and be in touch. And I think you'll be glad you did. And you can actually find a real person. Imagine that. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. Now I want to welcome an old friend. Ken Adcox is with us. Realtor guy, Ken. Realtor, welcome. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Ken, talk a little bit about you and how you're serving folks out there.
1: All right. Um, I'm a 30-plus year real estate veteran in the Atlanta market. You're not, that, old,
0: you're not old enough to be 30. I got my license when I was 10. Okay, there you go. Now now, now that makes sense. That's what it was. Okay.
1: Um, lived in Alpharetta for 14 years and um, uh, have three kids, mm-hmm. husband, and um, active in community affairs, my church. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a special needs child that leads me down a different path with different people. Mm. And um, I enjoy helping people with their real estate needs. Terrific.
0: Why real estate? What? What? What... What lights you up about real estate and got you interested in this field? You know, I think it's just my grandfather was a builder. Mm -hmm. And so I grew
1: up around houses. And I always, even as a kid, was funny. I would look in the Sunday paper and cut out the floor plans because they used to run a uh, floor plan every Sunday. Mm -hmm. And it was just one of those things that attracted me. And I loved houses from the beginning. um, And then when I finally sat down and thought about what it is I want to do after college, it was real estate. Mm -hmm. So in 1989, I was licensed Mm -hmm. and uh, started a career path towards resales and then got involved for the about 15 years with bank foreclosures um, at the heyday of the market when that started going crazy, even before the 2008, 2010 crash. Oh, wow. Uh, So yeah, so I've kind of always been around it. And um, over the last few years, just really decided
0: it was time to, you know, branch out on
1: my own thing and, and do what I do.
0: Awesome. <laughs> uh, talk a little bit, a little bit about the uh, trends. We were talking a little bit about this before we came on the air about how sometimes folks in local markets get national headlines confused with what's really going on on the ground. Yeah, definitely. When you read all the forecasts in the on the CNN sites and the different
1: uh, websites and news sites, you you see a trend of uh, of doom and gloom a lot of times, um, and it is in particular markets. I mean, it's always been that way. Um, Atlanta market is different than Boston market. Um, so it's hard to, to read a national piece and apply that locally. Um, so you've got to look more specifically, more locally and not even just Atlanta, but you've got to look at different areas of North Atlanta and Mm -hmm. South Atlanta versus West and East. So our Alpharetta market is totally different than what you're going to see in the South side of Atlanta. Um, we are a very, protected environment for the most part. Um, our market values, even in 2008, 9, and 10, weren't crashed like they were in a lot of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, our numbers, even now that rates have gone up, we are still seeing multiple offers. We're seeing above list price um, and homes that are going in three and four days. So it's not the same market as different areas. So you've got to look local and you've got to have an agent locally
0: that knows what's going on. And you're you live here. You've been here, as you said, you've been here a long time. You've had kids in school here, so you you're kind of on the ground and and you understand what's going on from that perspective. Yes, exactly.
1: Um, and I've been involved in the schools. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a big uh, Fulton County redistricting going on right now um, that uh, hopefully will be settled in the next week or two. But mm-hmm. it's basically all of our north, most all of our North Fulton schools at some point can be impacted by this redistricting. Mm. so it's important to know what does that look like right um my kids now going to go the same middle school and high school that their brothers went to Mm -hmm. um so it's important to be involved in that and we have a grassroots effort in our neighborhood because they're wanting to redistrict us to a different area that we don't want to go to right so we've organized a group and are trying to
0: fight it and get it rezoned the way we want it got it um is that one reason why things may have Slowed down a little bit because of this redistricting. Yeah, redistricting. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. But that no, makes it is because there's a lot on the edge right now. I mean, there's kids that um, have
1: traditionally gone to Milton High School that are now potentially going to Cambridge, mm-hmm. um, same side on the on our side of 400, where there are kids. Mine, for instance, that normally we have a middle school that adjoins our property. They're now saying those our kids may not even go to that middle school, hmm. and they would go to a different school. Um, so it's just, yeah, I think a lot of people are waiting for that to pan out to figure out exactly what they're going to do.
0: And that may take a while,
1: right? I mean... The we, maps we, are supposed to... The final maps from the um, department of operations come out Tuesday. Okay. But then they don't go to the board until December, and the board votes on them in December, and they would go in effect the next school year, but mm-hmm. officially as of uh, the first of the school year um, for the board. but. So, and the board can either accept what they presented, they can
0: reject what they presented, or they can come up with their own. So, we don't know. Uh, Stay tuned and stay uh, be in touch with someone that knows what's going on, right? Like you. (laughs) That would be a good thing. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, talk to, um, I guess there's two different constituencies here I wish you'd address. Talk to that um, individual, that family, most likely a couple that's, They've, um, kids are out of the house. They want to downsize. They they've got, you know, a nice house in, uh, a neighborhood around here. They want to move to downtown Alpharetta or downtown Roswell or what have you talk about what, 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 how do you talk to someone like
1: that? You know, that's a tough demographic right now. Um, there are a lot of people that have had big houses that are now saying we don't need the house. The kids are out of the way. Um, we don't need to upkeep. We don't want to maintain maintain it. So it's it's uh, it's more about a lifestyle. I mean, people mm-hmm. are changing. They're they're selling their big house for eight hundred thousand, and they're spending one point two, one point three to live in downtown Alpharetta or downtown Roswell, or wherever it might be. Um, and that's tough for me uh, as a you know as from an investor standpoint. Where I'm telling you, you know, own as much house as you can, mm-hmm. um, and as much as you can afford. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, then that changes the whole dynamics of your lifestyle. If your lifestyle is that you don't want a yard to maintain. Um, you want to be able to walk to all the downtown amenities with all the shops and all the restaurants, then that's fine. It's mm-hmm. just economically, I see it as a challenge because you're spending more to get less. All right, but, all right. You know, for me, I mean, you know, I hate to say the old adage, "location, location, location" in real estate. Well, that is true to an extent, but you know, it also boils down
0: to what is your life and what mm-hmm. is your lifestyle. So, mm-hmm. and to those. Um, families, uh, individuals that are moving into the Alpharetta area, this greater uh, North Fulton region, how do you walk them through what they ought to be looking at? I mean, I know schools are obviously one of those issues, but talk about some of those other ones.
1: Yeah, well, you know, the biggest thing I look at is for people to look to uh, investigate true values in their neighborhoods. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of, in the last two or three years, you can look at sales that have happened and. And think, wow, that you know this rest this whole neighborhood's now you know a nine hundred thousand dollar neighborhood. Well, it may not necessarily be true when you look at Windward, for example, is a great example. Windward house houses anywhere from five hundred thousand to four or five million. Mm -hmm. So you can't just say, oh, all of Windward is now a certain value. You've got to be able to dig in and look at those numbers. And for Alpharetta, um, when it comes to schools, because that's the first thing most everyone asks, even if they don't have school age children, they still want to be in a good school district for resale reasons. Right, Um, and I will tell people, yes, you can look online, you can look at School Digger, you can look at all the grades reports and things like that. But in North Fulton, you're dealing with varying degrees of good. Mm-hmm. There really aren't bad schools in North Fulton. Right. Um, there are people that will tell you, yes, that school's better because they have better grades or because they have better test scores. But you know, when it boils down to it, there's really there's minute differences between all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tell people, don't let that be their only guide um because it can t- it can go down a wrong path every school aged child is not set for milton high school or cambridge high school or Alfred high school um that's a tough path for a lot of kids the kids that are on accelerated courses that are you know college level classes AP classes. Um, Not every kid wants to go down that path. So it may be different. A a Chattahoochee high school may be better for those kids or a uh, Northview high school. There's just so many different variables. So I tell everyone, don't look at the test scores, look at the schools and what they excel in.
0: Yeah. And that's really, I think you alluded to it, but I want to make this uh, clear and bring this out. That's really where you've got to talk to people, right? I mean, and talk to someone like you who knows all these different schools and and what they offer as opposed to going online which is what the default seems to be for some people it's going online and seeing you know what's there right right and i and i'll tell people like when you know they start honing in on an area they may
1: specifically like I'm like go talk to some neighbors to have kids find out go watch the school bus because you know some people are very big on diversity and want that look. And you can't, you can look online and get numbers, but that doesn't tell you what you really wanna know. So go into bus runs, like talk to those parents. What kind of experience do their kids have at that school? Is it truly, is it all academic based or is there a lot of, you know, leeway for, is there, are there vocational tracks for these kids or there, right. you know, is it really heavily into sports or is it more into academics? So you've gotta get out and talk to the people. Real estate agents can only tell you so much because of fair housing. Mm-hmm. But when we tell you to go look and talk to people, that's when you can get your information and people share. Definitely. Oh oh yeah. Yeah. The good, the bad
0: and the ugly. That's right. We don't have a lot of shy folks around here, do we? (laughs) Uh, a realtor guy, Ken is with us folks. Ken Adcox, uh, he's with Palmer house properties. Um, Ken, let's talk. We've talked about, uh, uh, sellers. Let's talk about, um, and well, we've talked about buyers. Let's talk about sellers. I should say, um, so, I want to sell my house. Talk about the mistakes that you see people make when they're getting ready to sell. Not listening to your real estate agent, who's the
1: expert. Mm. Um, it's really easy to think uh, your house is worth X amount because I went online and this is what the Zillow estimate told me. Or the Zestimate told me it was worth. Mm. Rather than relying on your agent who can go in, dig up the sales, break them down and understand more of the true value. Mm -hmm. Um, Zillow is famous for not being accurate. Um, So (laughs) that's the worst thing I say is throw that out. And in two up to the last two or three years, honestly, it didn't matter what you did. You didn't have to really have your house staged. You didn't have to have it really looking all that good. It was more of a, let's throw it on the market, throw a price on it and see what happens. Mm -hmm. And that's not going to work in this market. Mm -hmm. Um, We're seeing houses that are going on the market at, Higher than should be prices, and they're sitting. Mm-hmm. Um, they're being reduced. they're not selling in the first day or two like we used to see for the last couple of years. And so to me, it's all about the staging and the presentation of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, I see agents that will use their iPhone to take photos and a million dollar houses. and that's not what you need. You need right. someone that does professional photos that has your house looking the best. That when people sit down at night and are swapping through all the websites, they're going to catch your house because of the way it looks. Hmm. Um, so pricing it for the market, um, pri- uh, staging it to look like it should look, and then appropriate timing for when it should go on the market. Because a lot of times you know, people are thinking, oh, it's the fall, the market always shuts down in the fall, winter. Well, that also means there's less houses to compete with. Right. Um. And in Alpharetta, there's always people moving in. There's always people being transferred year round. Right. So we really don't have that kind of cyclical market. We don't have snow to shut us down. Mm-hmm. Um. And so there's always people moving here. So if you think that fall's not the time to ha- sell your house, you're probably missing out on a great market because you're probably people uh, have seven, eight houses to look at. You know, maybe in the summer they might have had seven or eight. They may have two or three now. Mm. So.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I want to uh, come back to something you said about uh, people coming in and overpricing their home. Does that create a psychological problem out there in the market when 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 you've come at, when it suddenly that listing says reduced um given the fact that we've got a market that is otherwise so robust?
1: Yeah, it it does. And I think that's what says the most important thing you can do from the get-go is price it correctly because mm-hmm. Agents, even though we pretend not to be um, so in touch with that, we see houses, and they, when they've been on the market 30 60 days, e- anymore, everyone assumes something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it may have just been the price, right? But agents get we, we use a term called shop mm-hmm. um where we get to the point where if you, you may have showed it when it first came on the market, so you now know the house, you know the layout, you know the good, the bad. And then somebody else comes along and wants to see it. you're like yeah you know you really don't want to see that one right so it's a it is a psychological thing and over mm-hmm. the last two or three years we've gotten so accustomed to anything working mm-hmm. you know no let's just see if this number working all of a sudden you've got five offers on the house so um, and that, part of that's our job as agents to educate these sellers to say mm-hmm. hey no our best marketing times in the first two weeks we've got to get it out there it's got to be priced right. Um, we're seeing things like we used to see back in 08 and 09, 10 when, uh, sellers would say, Oh, well I'll pay half a percent for you to buy down your rate because now obviously interest rates are an issue. Mm -hmm. Um, in my opinion, that's not the best practice. The best practice to me is to price it right from the beginning. If you're going to offer to pay $15,000, $20,000 in someone's closing cost or a buy down, then just take it off the price to start with. Right. Um, and our market, especially we're in a market that's heavy cash. um, Financing concerns aren't really that paramount to our buyers. Mm-hmm. Um, so offering a buy-down, interest rate buy-down, or paying closing costs is really something that's not really
0: useful yeah. to our buyers. That makes a lot of sense. It, talk about the, I guess, the the situation with interest rates, because that's what's on everybody's mind, right? And I'm not asking you pr- to predict, but how do you uh, walk through walk people through that, part of the equation. I mean, if they're, if they're heavy cash, I guess, as you say, in a way, it doesn't matter as
1: much. But It, it doesn't, but we do still have first-time homebuyers in Alpharetta. You know, we have people that are cash conscious. We have mm-hmm. people that are buying condos and mm-hmm. townhouses, and, um, you know, not everyone can afford a million-dollar house in Alpharetta, so there are people- um, that do have to worry about qualifying mm-hmm. and, you know, a half inter- a half point on an interest rate can bump that out of qualifying. If they've accounted for every nickel and dime to be able to afford their house, their car, you know, their credit card debt, whatever, you know, half a point can knock them out of qualifying. So it does matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's unfortunate because uh, all the indices I see are that we're going up again. Yeah. Um, we're over at six now. And, um, people freak out at that number because rates have been so low for the last few years. Yeah. It's still a good rate. That's what people have to see. It's still a good rate. 6% is still pretty cheap money. Yeah. When I started selling houses in 89, it was 10 and a half was a good rate because it was mm-hmm. down from 13. Right. So it's all about your perspective, um, and what your life experience is. So you've got to be attuned to it. And I do think it, every time the interest rates go up, we see a pause, and then all of a sudden, you see people have kind of that gut reaction. And then after a couple of weeks, they're now into that. Okay, well, six isn't so bad, mm-hmm. you know. So let's go back and look at houses. So it's it's there. Um, so we do have we do have the sensitivity sensitivity.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Ken I, Ken Adcox is with us, folks. Uh, realtor guy Ken uh, is here to talk about Alpharetta and the and the real estate market here in the alpharetta area do you work outside of alpharetta i do okay yeah
1: i'll go anywhere okay (laughs) but my main
0: concentration really is north fulton sure that's my home spot gotcha gotcha um why north fulton i mean you're talking to someone that's out of town maybe they're trying to figure out where where to locate why do you advocate you live here uh you and your family why why do you advocate for north fulton You know, I tell everyone the best thing is because we have the best of everything. We literally have anything you need
1: in the Alpharetta, North Fulton area, doctors, hospitals, shops, uh, restaurants, anything you need. We've got the culture. We've got symphony orchestra. You know, we've got everything you need. But if you want to go to Alpharetta, I mean, if you want to go to Buckhead or in town Atlanta, you're 30 minutes away. Right. Um, And that for me is it because I love being close to Atlanta. But I also love being my suburban life, where everything is newer. Um, the schools are probably better than they are in most in-town locations, um, and you've got every convenience you need. Yeah. And um, when you look up school uh, scores and um, you try to compare them, even not just North Fulton—I mean, coming for Scythe, all of our whole area up here right. is blessed with good schools. Yeah. Um, so to me, it's more of this. Located, it's like I'm, I'm selling North Atlanta. Is what I call it. It's really not North Fulton to me. It's really North Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Any of the northern burbs, um, even from Marietta over all the way to Lawrenceville and Suwanee. I mean, that whole niche are good areas. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's why I say,
0: you know, move up here. I love it, um, Ken. I'd love it. Maybe if you could share a success story, someone that um, is really glad they hired Ken Icox to be their realtor. Then uh, what happened? <clears throat> Um, I've got a recent
1: story actually that just happened. Um, I'm on the board of directors for a nonprofit called, uh, new directions of Georgia. Mm. And it's a nonprofit for adult aged, uh, adults, I should say, I would say kids, but young aged adults with autism. Mm. It's a day program mm-hmm. for those kids, um, that are not high enough functioning for jobs, um, that have really nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. And during the pandemic, we got hit really hard. Uh, with employees, mm. We couldn't staff our facility. And um, try as we might with money, with um, incentives, uh, we just couldn't find the people. There weren't enough people that would work with these kids because they're hard. They're, mm-hmm. not, they're not easy kids to work with or young adults, I should say. And so we made a decision as a board uh, a couple of months ago that we were just going to have to shut down the program. Mm. We There was no way to service the the constituents safely. And so we uh, we owned a house facility over in Swanee, And we paid about $500,000 for it in 2016. And we decided we needed to sell it to clean out the assets and, you know, close down the 501C. And we put it on the market at $545,000. And we, market was starting to close some then, the rates were going up, things were slowing down. It's a unique property because it's zoned residential, it sits on four acres But the zoning allows for um, the school, like we kind of a school like we had, or an adult daycare facility. So it's a unique property because it really wasn't truly commercially zoned and it really can't be divided Mm. into different areas, to more lots to be built on. Um, And within the first week, we actually had three offers on it and we just closed it out for a cash deal um, for a, a company that's starting a Montessori school. Oh, wow. So it was a, we made a nice chunk of profit for us the 501c to be able now in turn when we close out to be able to share that money with other uh,
0: groups that are doing things similar to us Mm -hmm. so wow yeah that's uh, that's awesome that's awesome so that sounds more commercial do you do any sort of commercial kind of work
1: i do it's not my it's not my go-to housing is yeah um but you know you learn as you go and uh we do have a great commercial arm if Mm -hmm. i needed to refer someone to something commercial but yeah
0: gotcha That's where you better have some expertise, right there, right? No kidding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, No matter how hot you think the market is, you better know what you're doing uh, on that front uh, for sure. Uh, Ken Adcox, Realtor guy, Ken is with us, folks. So, Ken, what should people know? um, What should they, whether it's a buyer or seller, what should they have ready when they give you a call? I mean what what should they uh come to to a first meeting with
1: well, let's go through the, one at a time then, so a buyer obviously knows to get pre they should and if they don't, they won't be riding in my car uh, <laughs> so they uh you know some kind of proof that you've got the, the ability to to buy what you say you're going to be able to buy mm-hmm. uh no one wants to waste anyone's time mm-hmm. and um so the you know when I tell people let's sit down and talk it's have a list of your requirements mm. have a list of your dream list of what you really really want. Have a list of what, you know, some of those things that might can be going away that you don't have to have, but would love to have. And then um, that's basically it for a buyer. I mean, do some research. I've worked with people that have absolutely no idea what Alpharetta is about down to people that can tell me more about Avalon and stores, the stores that are in Avalon and Halcyon than I know. Uh-huh. Uh, so just, you know, a lot of people up to do, get online and do research. Mm-hmm. Um, from a seller's perspective, it's really let your agent do the work. Mm -hmm. Don't go trying to tell your agent what your house is worth. Let your agent tell you what your house is worth based on comparable sales in your neighborhood and be open to listen to them and um, be able to walk through a house with your agent to say, these are the things we need to take down. or These are the things we need to repair. We need to repaint this. We need to make the lawn look good and listen to them because we're the experts in the field and we know what it's going to take to get the most
0: dollar for you. Yeah. And that's not personal, right? I mean, this is, you're looking at it from the point of view of a buyer and it's, it's not meant to, um, say your baby's ugly or something like that. It's just, you're looking at it from the point of view of a buyer. Exactly. Yeah. you've got
1: to take down pictures of Susie and Johnny, right? Cause people form opinions Uh based on what they see. Uh So you've got to take the whole, anything personal. I tell people take out of the house, Mm -hmm. you know, make it a neutral canvas, make it something that looks like it came out of a magazine because that's what people want to do. They want to be able to move in. And if right. you've got all your collectibles and all your uh, pictures of your family wall, people get, number one, they get distracted. They start looking at those things and forget about the rest of the house and they make opinions.
0: So you mean I got to take down a picture of my kids and my teapot collection need to go? I yeah. got to go, John. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll, I'll bore on that later. Uh, Kid Edcox is with his folks. He's, um, Terrific guy. I've known him for a long time. And uh, if you're looking for a great real estate agent uh, who can help you buying or selling here in this area, he's a great guy. Ken Adcox, here's the most important question, which is how folks can get in touch. Well, you can uh, call me, 770
1: 597 9711. You can text me. I'm on Instagram too, Realtor Ken, Realtor Guy Ken. I'm on Facebook and,
0: um, I'm always around. Terrific. Ken Adcox folks, realtor guy, Ken. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, John. Yep. Hey folks, just a quick thought for you. If you're looking for a different kind of team building activity, one that does not involve, uh, mosquitoes, uh, tromping through a swamp or potentially breaking your ankle. Uh, I've got a Suggestion for you that involves picking up the phone and calling executive chef Andrew Traub over at ANS Culinary Concepts, 678-336-9196. He has a terrific team building activity that he does for, uh, small groups. And I was out there a couple weeks ago. It's in, uh, on Jones Bridge road in Johns Creek and it was fabulous. I mean, he, he just did a, such a great job, he and his team. And, um, uh, We enjoyed that evening so much, and the food is fantastic. Yes, you get to cook, but he guides you along the way, so make sure the outcome is terrific, and you and your team get to sit, enjoy each other as you cook together and eat together. So if you'd like to know more, call Andrew at 678-336-9196 or go to asculinaryconcepts.com. And folks, just a quick reminder, I think this is show number 550 for North Fulton Business Radio. We've gotten to this point because you've supported us in any number of ways, and one of the ways you've done that is by sharing the show. So if you've heard something here from Ken that makes you want to share the show, please do so, and any of our other shows. We've had uh, such a great roster of business leaders over the years, and if you hear anything in, in any of our shows that make you think, hey... I need to share that with one of my friends or associates, um, please do so. That's how we help business leaders in our area, and that's what we're all about here at Business Radio X. So for my guest, Ken Adcox, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.